All right, guys, welcome back to the Investor Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Pesavento, and each week we share mindset tips and real estate investing strategies to help you take your business and your portfolio to the next level. And today I'm very excited. I've got a good friend of mine, Tyler Chezer, in the studio. How are you doing today, Tyler? Steven, my friend, dude, it's great to be back. I'm excited about our conversation today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, excited to dive in. It's been an, a little while since we've seen each other at some live events. But for those of you guys who don't know Tyler, he's a successful real estate investor and former top performing commercial real estate broker. He started investing in multifamily back in 2015. He's built a great company uh, and he's really been growing a ton in the last year, and he's really a high performer. So today we're gonna to be talking a lot about this idea of the high performance mindset, talking about how you can learn from some of the strategies that he's using, that he's learned from other great mentors. We're gonna have a great conversation. So uh, if you guys are ready, let's dive right into it. Let me ask you something. Are you hitting success yet you know that there's another level? or perhaps you're just getting started, you're trying to put all these pieces together, get your first deal, but something's holding you back. Or maybe you're going through a big change in your career and your life, but for some reason you just can't take the steps you need to know in order to move forward. Well, I've been having a lot of really incredible conversations with people who are in the exact same position as you are, and they've been able to make massive change happen very quickly. Whether that's doubling your income within just a few months, whether that's making some kind of big shift in your life and really unlocking that vision, or perhaps it's just getting clear on what that vision needs to be so that you can really take those steps. Of course, you guys know me, host of the Investor Mindset here, Steven Pesavento, and high performance coach. I've been working with clients for years, seeing and helping them see major results. And I'd love to set up a call to discover if it's possible to be able to help you with some of those same things. If you are in a position where you want more and you're committed to taking some steps to get there, then I encourage you to head over to investormindset.com slash discover and let me know a little bit more information about you. Set up a call and we'll jump on and, and we'll walk through a discovery process. Totally complimentary. You'll walk away with a lot of clarity. And if there's some way that I can help serve you, I'll let you know that too. So you can just head over to investormindset.com slash discover. And I look forward to serving you. This is the Investor Mindset Podcast. And I'm Steven Pesavento. And for as long as I can remember, I've been obsessed with understanding how we can think better, how we can be better, and how we can do better. And each episode, we explore lessons on motivation and mindset from the most successful real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the nation. So Tyler, tell us, uh, what does it take to live with a high performance mindset? Well, so I think the first thing is obviously, you know, recognizing that this is a journey, especially in real estate. It's not about, you know, short term gain. It's not about getting rich quick overnight. It's about creating long term sustainable results. And I think that does start with your perspective. Right. And, you know, if you're just looking for trans, you know, transactional relationships, well, that you might win in the short term. But what I'm all focused on is I'm focused on long-term relationships. I'm focused on the long-term approach because, you know, real estate is certainly at, at times it can be boring. At times it can be slow. At times it can be 
you know, you can get a little bit impatient, but we have to keep the perspective that, you know, if we continue to plug in on a day to day basis and we continue to focus on, well, how can I be optimal today? How can I, how can I optimize my performance based on how I'm feeling based on my energy, based on, you know, the, the effort that I've put forth thus far, you know, how can I focus on that long-term approach? So for me, it, it really starts with the perspective of, all right, you know what, this is not really a get rich quick scheme. This is not something where I'm going to strip and burn and, and, and walk away. This is something that I'm going to continue to add value to. I'm going to continue to grow as an individual. I'm going to continue to learn, fail, stub my toe and get better. And every day is like, it's, you know, it's a curious process of how can I learn? How can I grow? How can I add more value to other people? So for me, that's the foundation. That's the basis of, you know, high performance is understanding not only, you know, this is a long-term approach. It's also a journey. And the best way for you to create more income, especially in real estate is to have more impact. And that comes from a day-to-day mindset of how can I win the day today? And how can I set myself up to win the day tomorrow? And in my opinion, Steven, it's not about being a peak performer. It's about being an optimal performer. What am I doing to optimize my approach? How do I feel today? You know what? There's some days, Steven, I'm not going to lie. There's some days where I just don't feel my best and optimal performance in that day may be just, Hey, let's get through the day. Let's have, you know, let's do our best to, to share, you know, our thoughtfulness with someone else, or let's do our best to respond to emails in a, you know, a capacity that, that gets the message across, or let's do our best to communicate with partners or investors, or let's do our best to tour this property and do and perform due diligence that's going to set us up to make proper decisions in the future. And there's other days where you feel phenomenal and it's like, man, I'm going to get a lot of huge things done. I'm going to have a lot of very important conversations and, you know, I'm going to evaluate deals and so forth. And so I think optimizing your performance is really a perspective of, you know, how do I feel today? And what's, what's the best that I have to give, giving my best in any moment to me is optimal performance. So anyway, it's a long-term approach and I know it's a long-winded answer, but that's really my perspective on the matter. Well, I think there's a lot there to unpack because what we're really talking about is there's some key beliefs there that you're really living by that I think the audience can really benefit from. And and I really want to underline. And one of the things you're talking about is really this long-term view. You're looking at things from a perspective and people who are high performance uh, individuals are looking at things from a perspective uh, that uh, it takes patience, that we're really not looking at just winning this sprint, but we want to win the entire race that we want to do this, the right things over and over again, um, consistently. And that when we're coming from that perspective, everything else works better. The other thing I want to unpack that you said here was talking about this idea of optimal versus peak. And that's, it's a beautiful explanation because there's this idea of peak performance, but peak means you reach that top, uh, and, and that's it. Then, then you come right back down. But this idea of optimal that you're consistently, uh, working in the best state for wherever you happen to be. It's giving yourself a little bit of grace. And I think for all of us overachievers and all of us driven people, sometimes we can fall into that perfectionist mindset, which is actually really detrimental. And it actually pulls us away from being able to do the things we want to do. And that's because we're trying to drive harder when our engine just really isn't in that place. Is that what you're saying? It- 
It really resonates with me. And, you know, I was, um, you and I were talking before we started recording today about, you know, some things that I've been up to recently. And I was in Costa Rica with, uh, with the mastermind that I'm involved in. And we actually had a Navy SEAL uh, join us. His name is Rich Divini. He's a phenomenal individual, obviously someone who's served our country uh, for over 20 years, a Navy SEAL commander. And he wrote a book called The Attributes. And what he's really all about is optimal performance. And he talks about peak performance. And, and I learned a lot from this discussion with him and, and from my time with him. But if you think about it, you know, peak performance, as you were just mentioning, is it's an apex. And, you know, if you're if you're an NFL football player, as an example, it's perfectly fine. And, and really, it makes sense to prepare and train for peak performance because you're going to peak at a certain time on a Sunday afternoon or a Sunday evening weekend, week out, right? And you play in between those lines, but life and business and real estate, as an example, is not really played between those type of lines. If we're, you know, expecting to apex 24 seven, well, then we're setting ourselves up for failure. And certainly there are times where we're called to be peak performers, but in most times and taking this long-term view and having patience towards, you know, long-term outcomes, we can focus on, well, how can I optimize my performance? And for me, it comes down to learning. It comes down to surrounding myself with other people like yourself, Stephen, who, you know, not only challenge me to grow and become more, but perhaps their optimal performance is a little bit different than mine, right? And surrounding myself with a great team is highly important because, man, the long-term compounding effect of collaboration is a beautiful thing. But of course, as you know, and, and, and as I know many of your listeners would really subscribe to the belief of, is that it, it starts with your mindset. It starts with your perspective and how are you interacting with other people? How are you interacting with your day-to-day -day optimal performance? So to me, it's a very fascinating concept and it's a very fascinating approach because not only can you learn and grow more, but I've seen the results, you know, compound themselves. So I love that we're talking about this. Yeah, I think it's really a, a powerful reminder because you don't want to be running your engine on redline all the time. You can push it, but there's you're going to end up damaging yourself and your ability to succeed if that is the way you're showing up. So let's put a definition out there on the table for everyone. High performance. I really see it as being exceptional and going beyond your limits, really performing above the norm, above the average. And so most of us who are listening to Investor Mindset, most of us who are interested in really creating uh, not only a career in real estate, but who are investing passively to be able to create that kind of financial freedom, we're looking to go outside of the norm. We're looking to understand how we can perform in our life, in our finances, in our business, in our careers at a, at a optimal level. And so I think it's uh, really powerful to just understand that. And what you said, uh, the idea of getting surrounded by other people who are also optimal performers, also high performers, people who are, who are looking to continue growing. What does that end up doing by getting in community with people like that, Tyler? Okay. So it's really, it's a great question. And, and so what happens is we have these things in, and I know, you know, this, we have these things in our brain and I've learned this from neuroscientists. We have these things called neuro uh, mirror neurons. And what happens is in our environment or other people that we spend our time with, we naturally want to regulate our behavior to be more like them. And this is a, you know, this is a subconscious thing. But what happens is we start to behave in the way that the people we surround ourselves behave. We use the words they use. We have the same body language that they have. We act in the way that they act, or we ask questions, you know, perhaps similar to the way that they ask. You know, we may even have similar facial expressions to other people that are around us. 
And so what happens is, you know, you can actually feel this if you really check in with, you know, sort of a mindful approach and you can feel how your own sort of internal dialogue or your own internal dial is either turned up or it's turned down based on the people that you're spending time with. And I can tell you that I've experienced this in, in both directions, right? I've spent time with people that are high performers, people that are pushing the bar, people that are doing big things. And there's times where that feels very uncomfortable, right? Because your internal dial is saying, you need to ramp this up, man. You need to be more like your surrounding environment. And so it's really interesting because the mirror neurons are something that's been given to us, you know, through thousands, tens of thousands, millions of years of evolution, which has given us the ability of surrounding ourselves in a tribe that keeps us safe, that allows us to survive and thrive. And so this is the mechanism, but then you can also feel it on the opposite side. When you spend your time with people who are, you know, more lower performers or people that maybe aren't as motivated or inspired to create larger things or more substantial things in their life, you start to regulate in that direction as well. And so it's very important for us to take an inventory of who it is that we're spending our time with. And now one of the things too, that's really important is, as I mentioned, sometimes I'll spend time with people who are maybe one, two, three, four, five levels ahead of where I'm at in whatever category, it is uncomfortable. It is very uncomfortable because you start to feel like, well, wait a minute, am I enough? You know, am I doing enough? Am I being enough? Am I creating enough? And so I think there's a lot of usefulness in that feeling. I think we need to balance that in terms of let's not beat ourselves up, but let's give ourselves the opportunity of allowing these mirror neurons to serve us, to create more, to allow us to ask bigger questions. You know, how might I become the next version of myself? How might I, you know, integrate some of the qualities or the characteristics of these people that are inspiring me or pushing me around me instead of saying, well, I can't be like them or I could never do what they do or I'm not enough or I haven't accomplished enough. So I think there's certainly a balance, but it's an amazing thing that happens. It's almost like osmosis in many ways, but once you start to become mindful of it, then you can integrate, then you can ask yourself bigger questions. Does that resonate with you, Stephen? Oh, it's, it's such a powerful concept here because when you're getting around other people, you end up starting to believe what they believe. You start to follow in their footsteps. What they are acting and operating from starts to seem more normal. So if you're looking to step yourself up to another level, one of the best things you can do is get in proximity. I have a number of clients and one of the first things uh, that I recommend nearly everybody that I work with do is change your peer group at least invite one or two or three or five other people into your group that are operating at a high level. Find a way to be surrounded by some of those people. Sometimes that comes from introductions from your coach, your mentor. Sometimes that comes from joining a mastermind group. Sometimes that comes from reaching into your, uh, into your network, into your community and making an effort to be around some of those people. Because when you are, all of a sudden you start to believe what they believe and you can start to step into their footsteps. Now, but you did bring up something that is, is really valid and it's something that a lot of folks deal with. And so if you happen to be stepping up into a new level in your career, into your business, maybe you're starting to passive invest at a level you've never done before and you're feeling a little uncomfortable, sometimes there can be some of that judgment, some of that uh, self-worth, some of that feeling like, am I really qualified to go in this direction? And that's normal, but it's one of those moments that in feeling that, you need to identify that you're experiencing that and then ask yourself a better set of questions, which is exactly what Tyler was offering us. What are some of those other questions that people can 
inquire internally or how can they challenge some of those feelings or limiting beliefs when they are coming up, uh, when they're dealing with a, a moment of change? Well, I think I start with principles. And, and the first principle is get curious. You know, where is this coming from? Why am I thinking this way? You know, what else could be true? What, what if the opposite were true, you know, and getting hyper curious and just really looking at it as an investigator, I think is a really important uh, key component. And that's really more of a principle than a specific question, but let's get curious. Where did this come from? What if this were not true? Is this belief limiting me or is it serving me? And so that really comes down to questioning all beliefs and questioning conventional wisdom, I think is, first of all, a very powerful tool that we should all be implementing more and more into our daily routine, because every thought that we have is not something that we have to identify with. Is it serving me or is it limiting me? And so the next question is, it's a type of question, but it's how might I become more like this person, right? And so what happens is, and, and you don't even have to use that entire question, but you can use a question like, how might I be able to solve this problem? How might I, you know, create the next version of myself? How might I blank, blank, blank? And what happens is you're starting to ask yourself a powerful question and the pow more powerful question that you ask yourself, the more powerful answers you're going to get, the more creative results and resourcefulness will then, you know, be, be surfaced. And so I think it's highly important to ask questions like that. And what happens is you're speaking to your subconscious mind and you're saying, well, I might be able to create the next version of myself. I might be able to be more like this individual. I might be able to solve this problem. And so you're communicating to your subconscious mind that you might find the answer. And so what happens is this beautiful process of creativity and resourcefulness. And we, I think we all, every single individual, every single human being is naturally create, creative. They're naturally resourceful. They're naturally whole. And so none of us are broken. None of us have a lack of creativity. None of us have a lack of resourcefulness. Perhaps we just have, haven't tapped into enough curiosity like our natural selves were as children. So the question is, how curious can you get yeah, I think that is beautiful. And in that process, you're really following some of the ideologies that Byron Katie talks about, about questioning these beliefs. Like, what if this weren't true? What if this belief wasn't really serving me? Well, what would my life look like if I believe something different? And that just opens up that little bit of a gap for your mind to start uh, seeing another path. And with that little bit of a gap, you can start to spread it wider open and then eventually have a, a major breakthrough. And so, Tyler, uh, you've been through this yourself. You've been through this with other team members, other employees, folks in your business. What are one of the biggest things that holds people back when they're in a position they're looking to make change happen? You know, I think it's it's it really starts with belief of what is possible. And I think it's important to really dive into identity. You know, one of the things that I know that you and I are really passionate about is that our identity is one of the strongest forces in our life. And I know that's, you know, a, a teaching that Tony Robbins really focuses on is that the human identity really is the strongest factor in terms of the 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 future direction with which that we continue to take. And so the question is, what do we believe about ourselves? What do we believe about what's possible in our life? 
And if you don't check in and really understand that the root cause of all decisions and all actions and behaviors comes down to what do we believe about ourselves, you know, psycho cybernetics, you know, what do we believe is possible about our life? then, you know, we're not really going to go where we want to go. So we have to check in with what do we believe about ourselves? And that takes time. It takes connection to the subconscious. It takes time to really check in with, well, what is that inner dialogue? What is the story that I'm telling myself? Is it one that's serving me or is it one that's limiting me? And by the way, where did this come from? If it's not serving me, where did it come from? Because it may not be you. It may have just come from media. It may have come from friends that you spent time with growing up. It may have come from your parents. And we're not saying anything bad about any of these sources, but now we can separate the story from reality or from the reality that you desire. And we can change that story. Right. And so getting clear on, well, what are these beliefs that I have about myself? Is it, Hey, I'm not enough. I'm not loved. I'm not worthy. Or is it, you know what? I'm abundant. The, you know, reality is abundant. I can create anything. I'm resourceful. I am committed. I am adaptable. I am amazing. And so what is it that you believe about yourself? And we have to get really clear and conscious about creating subconscious beliefs. But first we have to get clear on, well, what are those and where do they come from and separate ourselves from that story? Because another thing that I love that Tony Robbins says is you can divorce the story and then you can marry the truth because the truth is that we are all naturally abundant. The reality is our life is abundant. There is unlimited resources at our disposal if we are resourceful, right? It's not about resources, but it is about resourcefulness. And it does come down to what do we believe about, you know, reality? What do we believe about ourselves and all of these things that we have to understand that there's a story that we're telling ourselves continuously. It's in the background. It's running parallel. You and I are having this conversation, but we're also telling ourselves a story at the same time. All the listeners are listening to this conversation, but they're also telling themselves a story at the same time. So let's divorce the story and let's marry the truth. Yeah, well, it, it's a beautiful reminder because the human brain is thinking 92% or more of the same thoughts every single day. That means you really only have an impact on about 8% of thoughts because the thoughts that are coming in your brain are coming from that place of identity. They're coming from this place of habitual thinking. So we can make an impact, like you're saying, by changing that identity, by using that 8% that we get to work with every day to start incrementally changing some of those habitual thoughts. And over time, we can actually start to experience change. But that's where it comes back to this idea that you talked about at the very beginning to wrap it around is that it's a long-term process. You can experience a big breakthrough, some big changes in a moment. However, the best change is the change that happens over time, because just like compound interest, the compound effect of changing these beliefs is extremely strong. And all of a sudden you look out three years back and you think, wow, am I even the same person that I was before? Like I, I you've grown so much. You resonate yeah, with that? Yeah, it's so good. It, it really resonates with me. And the, the other thing that I think is awesome about real estate and, and personal development, which is really all kind of intertwined in this business and in this lifestyle, is that no matter what happens, no matter what actions you take, no matter what results you receive, you're either going to win or you're going to learn. And so what we can do then is we're, we can take action and say, you know what, failure is not fatal but it's feedback, right? When we receive feedback through failure, we then learn and grow more. So we can either win and have an amazing, you know, investment, you know, result, or 
we can learn and grow as an individual. And sometimes we need to grow and learn as an individual even more than we need a return on investment. Now let's marry both. Let's be successful in both. And as you learn and you compound a little bit of failure and feedback, you can win more. And so I think it's important to recognize that it comes down to action. It comes down to taking action and, and recognizing and being curious about, Hey, was I meant to win here or was I meant to learn? And let's take that and let's take the beautiful lessons that are always continuously given to us through action. And so to me, I think that's a beautiful thing. So with all of these ideas and these beliefs, being a high performance broker, somebody who is closing tons of transactions and now as an operator, tell me how has this translated into your business and therefore into the success you're experiencing? Yeah, I mean, it, it really runs in the background of everything. I mean, every single decision that I make is made based on this internal dialogue. I can or I can't. Right. And so that, that it's really that simple. I mean, because there's times where I'll have a conversation or I'll make a phone call or I'll tour a deal or I'll, I'll submit an offer or I will have a discussion with a, you know, a limited partner investor. And the question is, well, Hey, you know, what if you fail and what if you mess up and what if you screw up? So those questions still come to me today. But what I have to do is I have to put myself in the, you know, the, the driver's seat of, my higher self, my lower self wants to hold me back. My lower self wants to say that failure is fatal, right? Failure is going to ruin you. My higher self says failure is learning. Failure is feedback. And so I'm continuously checking in with this mindset. I'm continuously checking in with this story and I'm getting, you know, I'm getting curious about, well, where did this come from? And did that serve me before? How did I, you know, stack on top of new actions, new behaviors? And so for me, it's constant. I mean, it's a constant question. I know that everybody listening has this voice within them as well that wants to steal their dreams. What it tells them is that it's protecting them. It's keeping them safe. But what it's really doing is it's holding them back. And so for me, high performance, it starts with this internal dialogue and it continues with this internal dialogue. And, you know, I can either be scared or I can be courageous and I can be bold. And what I've learned is that through discomfort and through embracing continuous discomfort, that's where I've learned that progress really comes through discomfort. And also here's the other thing. There's a secret. Fulfillment is through discomfort. Transformation comes through going through continuous discomfort on a daily basis. And it's really no days off. Of course, there's days where we need to rest and recover and kind of, you know, downshift a bit. But at the end of the day, it is about stepping into continuous discomfort and recognizing that you can actually be comfortable by being uncomfortable. And I know that, you know, it's a basic thought process, but really for me, it's everything. And so, you know, we've, we're investing in larger and larger deals, you know, each deal that has a, a new zero on it, you know, you got to raise more capital, you got to put more capital to work and, you know, it can feel more risky. But from what I've recognized is that lack of action is more risky then continued growth, continued expansion. And at any moment we're making a decision, are we expanding or are we contracting? And the only way that I've found to expand is to go through discomfort, to go through challenge and to experience a transformation as a result of that continued commitment to, you know, really stepping through discomfort. But does that resonate with you, Stephen? It, well, it's so true. And I've, what I've experienced in my life, and I'm sure a lot of folks can resonate, especially when they have the self-awareness to see it, is that some of the most painful moments relationally from a business perspective throughout life are actually some of the strongest growth moments. There's some of the moments that really define us. And so it's through being able to see that difference 
being able to re uh, re-identify what we're actually experiencing as, you know, the obstacle being the way as Ryan holiday would talk about, um, that, that can actually really drive us forward to really great things. So what I'm curious about, you talked about this idea of reinforcing this higher self, reinforcing these beliefs. What do you do on a daily basis to reinforce and to continue to learn and grow? Yeah. I mean, as far as learning and growth, I mean, I I can just talk about the identity real quick and then I'll talk about learning and growing and some things that I do, but you know, I've labeled my higher self. I've labeled my lower self. Like what's the name, you know, because at any moment my lower self may say, well, if you take action here, you might fail. And what I've learned is that, Hey, that's timid Tyler. That's timid Tyler. And timid Tyler is in contraction always. He's, he's retreating. He's scared. You know, he's worried about failure. He's worried about embarrassment and all these things. And my higher self is the lion, the lion. I'm on the Savannah and the the lion goes forward. The lion charges forward and, you know, lives in, you know, in, in courage and persistence and never gives up. And when he fails, he gets up and he goes again. And so, you know, that's how I label myself. But in terms of continued growth and evolution, I mean, for me, it's, it's always surrounding myself with people like you. It's surrounding myself with people like the guests that I have on my podcast on LV podcast. It's surrounding myself in masterminds. It is challenging myself to learn more and ask bigger and better questions, but I'm a big reader. I love to read. I read every day. In fact, I'm reading a, a science book right now called the selfish gene by Richard Dawkins. And it has nothing to do with real estate. It has nothing to do with business, but it has everything to do with evolution. And so continuing to let my curiosity expand my mind, because, you know, what I've learned is that there are interrelatedness in everything. There's interrelatedness in science. There's interrelatedness in economics, biology, and psychology, and all of these beautiful things. And if we can tie in that learning, and if we can create a more dense and dynamic mental map, we can make better decisions. We can check in with these type of emotions that we've been talking about. So for me, it's about having a dynamic, you know, curiosity towards learning, whether it's asking great questions, surrounding myself with great people or reading amazing books or listening to amazing podcasts like this. So that's what I I try to do is every single day, I try to invest in my own learning in whatever way, you know, whatever way possible, but it's, it always starts in the morning for me. Yeah. I love the exercise of actually identifying the different personalities that shows up within your life. What are the characteristics of that person? How do they show up? You know, because each person probably has five to eight different people that show up from the, you know, w- within their life, the, the strong driven person, the lover, the, um, the, the angry, the, the beat up child, what, whatever those might be, you you'll have those and you can actually go through a process, um, you know, with your coach or with a mentor or somebody who can support you. And as we're getting close to wrapping up, talk to me a little bit about the impact of coaches and mentors on your life and how you look at, uh, having a coach or a mentor to support you. Yeah, I've, I've been investing in coaching myself for a number of years now, probably five or six years. Um, and it's been everything for me. I mean, what actually, when I got started in the real estate business, I hired a coach very quickly thereafter. I think this was about seven years ago, seven, seven and a half years ago. And I'd never, you know, known anything about business coaches or anything at that time, but I, I got started in the real estate business as a real estate agent. 
And my broker suggested that I hire a coach and he suggested the specific coach. And my coach, you know, was teaching me how to build my business. Cause I was going from an employee to being, you know, really more of a 1099 independent contractor, which is certainly more of an entrepreneurial endeavor. And it was, it was quite a transition, uh, certainly in mindset and an approach. But the first thing that he taught me to do, and this was indirectly was to start reading more books. And he was telling me about all these books. And that was my entry into coaching. And as I've continued to stack on my learning and my sort of, you know, whether it's dynamic approach in business, creating systems, um, creating teams, leading other people, it's been critically important, but ultimately it comes down to decision-making. Now as an investor and entrepreneur, you know, we're paid on decisions, you know, the effectiveness on our decisions. And so the mindset, of course, is highly important, but also having an understanding of, well, how can we make better decisions from a strategic standpoint as well? So business coaching for me has been highly important. Also, you know, business coaching, personal, professional development, as far as I'm concerned, are, are, are intertwined in many capacities. So how are we making decisions on an individual basis as well as a leadership basis, as well as a, you know, a business person basis has been highly important. And so I've continued to stack on coaching myself you know, I'm a part of mastermind groups. I'm a part of group coaching programs. I, I've found that I learn uh, even more as I continue to serve other people. And so, you know, there's many different ways in which coaching has impacted my life, but I can tell you that there's no way that I would have been as bold in many of the decisions that I've made over the past seven and a half years, if it weren't for coaching. And I've been able to compress timeframes significantly as a result of just, you know, having a sounding board and having someone that can really help me strategize and understand, well, wait a minute, why are you spending your time in this capacity? Why are you doing this? You know, can't you outsource this and who can help you accomplish this goal? I mean, there's so many different ways that coaching has impacted my life, but it is uh, it's a critically important endeavor that I, I would imagine that I will engage in for the rest of my career. Well, this has been so great, Tyler. I love having guests like you, people who have minds that are full of so many jewels and gems. So really appreciate you being with us. How can people find out more about you or get in touch? Uh, if you want to learn more about me, just go to tylerchester.com. And Stephen, um, you know, otherwise folks can find me on Elevate Podcasts wherever they listen to podcasts. If they're listening to this, they may enjoy uh, Elevate Podcasts, which is all about mindset, mind expansion, and personal growth for high-performing real estate investors. So uh, really enjoyed being on the show, my friend. Well, it was great having you. Thanks so much for listening to you guys. As I always remind you, ask yourself the question, what did you learn today and how can you go apply it and take some action on it right now? Thanks for joining. We'll see you next time. Oh, thank you for joining for another incredible episode of The Investor Mindset. It's such a joy to be able to share these beliefs, these thoughts, these ways of living with each and every one of you guys because I just know the power that it can make. And for some of you, for the select few of those people who are truly committed to going after their goals, the people who really believe that there's another level from where they're operating right now, the people who are ready to make change happen rapidly. And even if you're somebody who is stuck, who knows what you need to do, you know exactly the strategy, but for some reason you're not doing it. For those people, there's another option. There's another level that you can reach. And, and what I've noticed after coaching tons and tons of people through this process is that there's a simple formula. And when you can start to understand how to unlock those pieces within yourself, you'll start to feel more vibrant. You'll start to feel more energized. You'll start to 
make more money, and you'll start to enjoy the process through and through. So if you're somebody who's in a position, you're ready to make change happen, you're ready to invest in yourself, you really believe that the best investment, the truest ROI is investing yourself because it continues to give back over and over again, then I invite you to schedule a call, share a little bit about yourself, and uh, see how we might be able to help serve you with the Investor Mindset Coaching. You can head right over to InvestorMindset.com slash discovery, set up a call, and if there's an opportunity to serve, I'll be right there with you. Thanks, and I look forward to uh, talking to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Investor Mindset Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Head over to TheInvestorMindset.com to join the Insider Club, where we share tools and strategies from the top investors and entrepreneurs on how to take it to the next level.